Okay, good morning, everybody. Hope everybody's well. Happy Sunday. Thanks so much for those who are tuning in. New Year's weekend. Today's show is dedicated for a great organization called Or Tikva. You know, eating disorders are often fought in silence. And sometimes silence can be the loudest cry. And there are people that are suffering from eating disorders right now. And there's a great organization called Or Tikva. It's a place where they're there for them. It's a free platform for women and girls. No matter where you are in the battle, they want to support you. And they understand how overbearing the pain is. Let's fight the fight together. Go to ortikva.com, O-H-R-T-I-K-V-A-H, hope.com, ortikvahope.com. We finished last week on this concept of gratitude. I've been getting emails that have really done so much for me. Email I got from Jill, fourth day in a row doing this. She reached out to her teacher when she was in junior high school and had a 20-minute conversation. Hello, hello. It's unbelievable. And now she's creating this thing called the ripple effect where other people are doing it as well. The ripple effect. Jill, you make it worth it. For those who are still doing this stuff, for those that are doing it for the first time, this concept of expressions of gratitude does so much for how we see the world. It brings us a certain level of balance to start our day. And really what it does, beyond just filling up the pool, if you will, with sweet water, right? You're going after your day. You, want, you have to be filled up to fight. There's challenges in this world. There are things that you're going to have to deal with that are not pleasant. There are things that throw even small little curveballs at you. Today, even going to the show without getting any details. I can't forget about it. Just things just got in the way. And I was like, I just got to get, I got to get to the show. Little things that I didn't expect were going to be in, in my way. I had to get fixed and done and worked out. Who knows what today's going to bring? And when you have the strength that you put into yourself through gratitude, when you, when you allow yourself to create channels of joy that don't require things to work out for you, that's a tremendous gift you've given yourself. If things have to work out for you to feel joy, you're really putting yourself at risk. When you build your own channels that you can turn the faucets on whenever you want that flow joy into your soul, you're, you've totally changed the game. It's like when Israel developed drip irrigation and now the desert can bloom. That's one of the great inventions that at first you needed places that had natural rainfall, but once you can develop drip irrigation, now you can control the blossoming of things. It's a whole nother level. When you can create your own drip irrigation system that allows you to water yourself, 
you now change the strength and the health that you bring to your day. Gratitude blows people up in the most positive ways, but don't forget that gratitude is the greatest gift you can give yourself. The greatest thing you can give your children if they're still in your home and still impressionable is teaching them how to do gratitude. Remember one time I was taking a walk with one of the best principles that I've ever seen, a rabbi named Rabbi Yisrael Kamenetsky. He runs an incredible high school in the neighborhood that I live, one of the most, most impactful high schools I've ever seen. He himself is an incredible individual. And he was telling me about this thing that he brought into his home. This is, this is 10 years ago where on Friday night at the Shabbat meal, he would go around with his family and each would say something they were grateful for during the week. It took a little bit for the family to adopt it, but they did. And he was explaining to me that he heard research, which I believe came from a great great leader. He's beyond a psychologist. He's a He's a thought leader named um, Dr. David Pelkovitz. I believe it came from him who spoke about how the greatest gift you can give your children is that of gratitude. If you teach them how to be grateful, if you condition them to how to express gratitude, it's really a gift that they're going to use forever. And it's true. It's for themselves. Understand something. That when you go out and express gratitude to somebody else, what you're doing without realizing is you are modeling behavior. And you are only increasing the light that gets spun around this world. And so what gratitude really does when it's done properly is not only humble ourselves to say that I don't, I can't say that it's coming to me. So at the base level, I can't wake up in the morning and expect things. That's why I'm grateful for them. Not only does it humble you before the people around you, before your creator, as you increase your levels of gratitude from recognition, thought, to expression, to ultimately expression to somebody else, You're not only acknowledging it in yourself, you're building it in other people. And now you're creating a world around you that is stronger and healthier. And remember, and I want to make sure we're moving on to the next point, but I just don't want to lose these points along the way. And of course, if you're with me, you'll know we'll we'll circle back. We're not going to leave gratitude. You can never leave gratitude. Remember that a lot of times when you deal with people and their issues, You're dealing with insecurities. You're dealing with normal, wonderful, healthy human beings that over the course of their growth have developed bad habits, bad thoughts. And so what's going on really is just the interplay of some bad habits and thoughts, right? When... You know, you you see a relationship between two relatives and they're always just fighting and bickering. Except if like, you know, there's God forbid a crisis in the family then everybody loves each other. You know what I'm talking about? 
they're they're usually both normal healthy people they're just have developed bad thoughts he doesn't love me she doesn't love me she's judging me she's thinks she's better right like whatever and then through the prism of those thoughts there's an there's a relationship that gets created that is negative now this relationship could suck up months of someone's life 10 minutes here 20 minutes here a holiday here a party here whatever i have a friend who whose families whatever they don't speak to each other for, for what and when you get underneath it it's nothing they they did some business together whatever whatever just bad thoughts he doesn't like me he doesn't respect me she said this mom likes this person more she was on your side you know stuff like this forget the forget the stuff like it's gonna ruin the family forget forget the real stuff destruction of the joy of their parents and kids fight I told you the story of the guy who's wealthy. Left money to his children. Only to watch them like rip themselves apart over the dollars. Thought to himself, why didn't I even, why did I even work hard? I told you that story. The guy in his life telling me, older man. Killed himself his whole life to provide for his family, achieved financial success, to watch his kids kill each other over it. He's like, he's like, I should have just stayed home. I would have spent more time with my kids. Would have made a lot less money, and they would have loved each other. They would have all had nothing. So forget like the pain that it causes the parents, whether those parents are alive or they've deceased. The wasted time. The wasted time. Why does it happen for? It's because the negativity. You don't realize that when you when you go vulnerable on this and you express the gratitude that you know and both the effort and the person to the people that are maybe even at odds with you, what you're doing is you're increasing health into the relationship. It's like you're like you're like putting a shot of vitamin D. And it's building that person up. When you build somebody else up, they interact with you in a much more empowered way. So I want you to understand that this concept of walking around and doing acts of kindness for each other, forget the physical acts, I'm even talking about the verbal acts of kindness for each other, is the most powerful strategy that you have for living a great life. Because no matter who you're interacting with, life is basically relationships. And when you are able to express the gratitude and the empowerment for your family, for your customers, for your employers, for the things and people around you. And you just keep at it every single day. At some point, the people around you really, really, really like you. And even if it's subconscious, even if they fight you, you're empowering them. When you empower somebody, there's no greater gift that you can give somebody than empowering. Remember that. There's no greater gift you can give somebody than to enable them to bring out their own power because they are a soul too. And they don't need anything but that. They don't need money. 
if they need money, give them money, but they don't need money. What they need is to tap into their power and they'll make, do, act, connect. There's no greater gift you can give another human being than giving them the ability to access the power that is already within them. That's it. Because if they can do it on their own, you win and the world wins. And when we see our place in this world as driving towards that, you go above it. I want to I want to sort of get this. This is so big. I was learning this recently. There's a great Jewish book. It's called the Tomer Devora. It was written by one of the greatest Kabbalists in Jewish history, right by Moshe Cordovera. And in that book, he 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 speaks to God's traits of compassion. And the first trait of compassion that God has is the ability to sustain the sinner. And what do I mean? Imagine as if somebody's cursing God, let's say. Let's make it, let's make it like serious. Let's take an atheist. Not an atheist like he doesn't know better. Curses God. There is no God, right? I'm not saying someone who has questions. That's called being a human being. God's complicated. And it's hard to connect to something you can't sense. If someone has questions, that's called being a grower. Somehow that got all mixed up. <laughs> Somehow kids that have questions are now like considered like something wrong with them. Nothing wrong with you. If you have sincere questions, welcome to being a Jew or a human. You can have questions. Just search for answers. Imagine an atheist that turns to God and knows for sure there's no God, so to speak. While he's saying these things, he's being sustained by God. God can pull back his energy and he would disintegrate. Right? The, the hands that are writing the, the letters that are anti-God, that are typing the stuff that's anti-God, it's all being sustained by godliness. Why is God doing that for? Why isn't God saying, really? Oh, I don't exist? Fine delete like why is he doing that the answer is that god's compassion flows to even those that insult him because god understands that the greatest thing he can give us is empowerment and he has patience that if he empowers and he empowers and he empowers and he flows and he flows and he flows at some point at some point most people whether they say it or not whether it's in their teenage years or just a second before they die, you start to realize there's something more in life than them. This concept enables a person to emulate the creator, to emulate something bigger than what's going on in, in the ground. What we're talking about about expressing gratitude, about empowering people, about waking up in the morning and making it a daily practice to find somebody in our lives and compliment them, to find someone in our lives and make them feel good, 
to turn our minds into mechanisms to empower other people, to see greatness in people. This is not like be a good person. This is emulate the creator of the universe. This isn't like cute, nice, pat you on the head stuff. This is the actual reason why we're in this earth stuff. You know, like when you go to school and they say you like, you know, like, you know, extracurricular. You ever like go to like a school where like it's like math and science are like important and like drama or being a nice person, right? Like, do you know what I'm talking about? Like, remember when I went to high school and I love my high school. I shouldn't knock it. I love it. Like, I remember the high school, like I did like 40 things in the school. I was the head of, I was in the government I was on mock trial. I was on moot court. I was like running this drive. I played two sp- and like, but I was, I couldn't do math or science. You know what I'm saying? Like I couldn't sit long enough. Some parent teacher conference. They're like, we know Charlie does that other stuff. Like it's cute, but like, you know what I'm talking about? Then you wake up and you go out in the real world. And you're like, wait a second. This stuff really matters. Being a good person, getting involved in things, starting stuff. And math and science is important as well especially if you're a scientist or a doctor or, or anything else, everything, everything's connected to math. And we think that like being grateful is like the stuff we do around work, you know, like work's important and the gratitude kindness is like, it fits around that. We don't realize that this is, this is the core. This type of thinking is the core the ability to put on our mind frame in our minds, the glasses of how can I empower people where I want to take you one step further today is even those people that don't appreciate it. That's the God level. It's one thing to pick up the phone and call someone and know that when you're done, they're going to be blown away and do that. It's another thing to flow kindness to those that don't fully appreciate it. To flow kindness to those that when they see it and hear it, you know they're not going to respond in the way you want. To empower people that are going to reject your words. You're raising anyone like this? Are you married to anyone like this? Are you related to anyone like this? Do you work for anyone like this? Do you work with anyone like this? Where you know that even if you express empowerment, it's not going to be met with open arms. Let me tell you something. This is Navy Zeals. When we're able to express it in the right way, you got to know how to express too. You can't over, you can't overdo it. But when you learn how to express the gratitude and the empowerment, when you learn, to, when you learn, when you learn how to see the greatness in those that may not deserve your eyes, that may not deserve the compliments. 
you may be doing stuff that no one has ever done for them. And you may be elevating yourself past the, the drama of this world to loft above a little bit, which makes you even more resilient to their response. And that's a lot, but let's talk about that tomorrow. Let's talk about this tomorrow because I think we're going to hit something with God's help. Expressing empowerment for those that may not appreciate it and why that may be the greatest use and direction of our words. But until then, keep let's keep doing it. This is the core. And the more we do it, the more we'll see it. The more you do this, the more you'll see that this is the most important thing we do every day. And the more it'll pay dividends beyond the stuff that we're doing every day. Okay, we'll continue. We'll talk. All right, everybody. Thank you for being here. Have an awesome day. With God's help, I cannot wait to see you again tomorrow.